Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Faults Podcast. This is a powerful podcast connecting others in love, life, and business. I'm your host, Michelle, and I take you through difficult topics that bring both joy and challenge. If you're here to learn how to see your faults as beautiful rather than run away from them, this show is for you. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome back. This is episode seven. How to Work From Home Without Losing Your Sanity. And this is going to be another edition of Friday Faves. Basically, a Friday Faves is a shorter version, a mini episode that will carry you into the weekend and give you some good food for thought. So again, today's topic is something I figured it'd be a good time for me to record this while it's still fresh in my mind. If you follow me on my uh, photography page, You'll see that I announced some exciting news earlier this week that I'm officially moving uh, my business from my home office into a space in downtown Ann Arbor. And I'm so excited about this. I'd be remiss if I didn't say honestly, I'm, I'm just so excited. This has been something that I told myself I would do um, when Nash went into, when my youngest went into kindergarten full-time and I had both kids in school um, full-time, I told myself that I would start to look for a space that I can collaborate, a space where I can create and just kind of get myself back out there. So we're a little bit past that mark, but it's taken some really good um, time to find the space that was just right. I'm so fortunate to have really amazing people around me in my life um, that have really ushered this into my life and let this happen in a a variety of ways. So they know who they are if they're listening, and I'm just so incredibly thankful for that. So without further ado, let's get right into it. And the first tip that I have is to create a space in your home where you can be productive. It should be a peaceful space, a a space that you actually enjoy going to, and you know that when you're in that room or that space, you're about to get things done, about to show your to-do list who's boss. And I've been mentoring since 2009, and this is probably the number one thing that people struggle with in starting a business or working from home and striking that work-life balance because a lot of times they're working from their couch or they're working from a room that doesn't have a door. There's kids running around them, and let's be real, like it's so impossible to get anything done if there's kids and a lot of distractions. So if you can find that space in your home, that is wonderful. I've been very fortunate in both of the homes that I've lived in since I've had a business that had doors. Um, My home office here right now is literally in the center of my home. We knew that when we bought it, that this would be my office, but I decided to take, it has a normal five panel door. If you can picture what the doors look like in a hundred year old house although they're brand new, Um, as a five-panel door, but I had it made so that it's glass instead of panels. So for me, even when my family is home, let's say I'm taking a conference call at night and that door is closed, I can still see what's going on out there. Um, Trust me, most days my kids just stand there with their faces smushed up against the glass, wondering when I'm going to get them the next snack. But um, for the most part, it does send a signal to yourself and a signal to everyone that's home that you are working. Um, The second thing within this tip that I have is to have a light in your space. Now, when I say space, it could be a desk. It could be an area, depending on the nature of your job. 
you know, in this day and age, we have something as high as I think it's up to 60% of um, working people, working parents, working people, working humans are, um, are working from home, whether it's satellite or they're online entrepreneurs, small business owners, or they work for a company that allows them to work from home, the number is climbing and climbing every single year. That number is up to about 64%, which is awesome because working from home is really great. Let's, you know, it really affords you a lot of um, flexibility and might even be the best environment for you to work in versus working with a ton of other people that you don't really enjoy being around for eight hours a day. So the second tip that I have within the tip is to have a light in that space. I have a light at my desk. And if you think about it, just like all brick and mortar stores, they have a light that is on when they're open and off when they're closed. So there's no reason why we who work from home can't practice the same thing. I do have a light at my desk. It happens to be on right now because I'm working. I do consider this podcast part of work. And it's on. So, and when I'm done with my day, I turn the light off. Another thing that does is it doesn't trigger me to want to come sit down at my desk after my work is done. It sends me the signal that I'm closed and that it's time for me to turn off everything and enjoy time with my family. So that is the first tip. The second one I have is even though you're working from home, commute to work. So, I started doing this pretty early on after I learned some hard lessons. It's very easy when you work from home to kind of tumble into your desk in your pajamas or to just kind of fall downstairs, grab a cup of coffee, rub your eyes, and just kind of wander into your office or your space and start working. And I just don't think that gets you in the right mindset to be productive and gets you in the right mindset to really tackle your day. And so what I mean by commuting to work is start your day differently. So why not, instead of tumbling into your desk in your pajamas, throw on your running shoes and go out for a walk first. So give yourself a commute to work. So get outside, go take your dog for a walk, get a quick walk yourself, maybe even some exercise in there. But that way it gives you a little bit of space between the time you have rolling out of your bed and the time you have arriving at your desk. The next tip is to practice a good morning mindset. Trust me, this is easier said than done, but it really helps to get into a routine. We all know that routines are good for our bodies, they're good for our minds, and incorporating something in the morning that really gets you started in the right mindset is very helpful in having a productive day and not going to your desk feeling already defeated in the first hour of the day. So for me, one of my favorite go-tos lately is journaling or free writing. I'll spend just a few minutes. I'll take my pen. I'll put it on the paper. I have no idea what's going to come out of me or no idea what I'm going to write. And out will come a variety of things. Sometimes it's what I dreamt about. Sometimes it's a feeling that I'm feeling. Sometimes it's what I want to call into my life or manifest into my life. Sometimes it's my fears. And so journaling has been a really, really great way for me to start the day. It's really helped me work through um, some things that I've been struggling with. Meditation kind of goes along with that. So if you don't like to write, meditation is a really great way to start your day. Meditation, I was talking to someone the other day, meditation doesn't feel normal at first. It feels a little awkward actually. 
but it is a practice. And the more and more you do it, the more and more you practice it, the more normal it will feel and the more efficient it will be for your mind, body, and soul. Starting off your morning with a podcast, with an inspiring podcast, is another great way to kind of get inspired. I loved listening to podcasts, podcasts obviously, but they've really like got the fire going, especially if it's a podcast that's given me some good ideas that I can literally put into action that day when I go to my desk. So that's that's a really great way. Sometimes it's as simple as a magazine. I have a stack of magazines that are sitting in my kitchen um, that I'll go to to really get my mind going visually. So magazines for me are visual cues. I love looking at home decor magazines mostly. Um Food magazines, these things, again, are just something that really inspires me and gets my visual creativity going for the day. So those are kind of my favorites. Oh, or I'll call someone. You know, I'll spend maybe a half an hour on the phone with someone just catching up or hearing about their day. And I love to connect with people that way. I'll I'll spend a couple, um, a couple days a week sometimes talking to my best friend who lives in Florida and I'll bounce ideas off of her and just kind of catch up and it really puts me in a good mood, right? Who doesn't love to talk to their best friend before nine o'clock in the morning? I know I do. Anyway, so um, that's the third tip I have for you. The fourth tip is to wear shoes, right? Why go to your desk in your home office in your pajamas and socks? I mean, you can, of course you can. You're at home, but sometimes I will come down the stairs, a shower, I'll come down the stairs, I will get myself a cup of whatever, coffee, matcha, latte, or whatever it is, and I'll put shoes on. And something as silly as putting shoes on and then going to my, going to my desk makes me feel more productive, right? I know, it's such a silly tip, but try it. It's, it actually really works. Um, and now you guys all think I'm super crazy because I have all these crazy practices that I do, but listen, I've been working from home for over 15 years and it's a really, um, it can be a really slippery slope with feeling burnt out, letting your work flow into your life and letting your life flow into your work and having no separation between the two. So if we can find ways to make the time that we are sitting down at our desk or in our office working more productive, hallelujah, because then we can wrap up at, let's say, 2.30 instead of 5 o'clock when our kids come home from school, or we can wrap up at 2.30 instead of 5 o'clock and get out there and enjoy the day, have lunch with a friend. It it just really, it's a win-win situation. So try that. Throw some shoes on tomorrow or even today. It's a little bit late in the day, but um, throw some shoes on and then go to your desk. Let me know how that works out for you. I'd love to know. And the last tip that I have today is to co-work. So we see a lot of these popping up lately, these co-working spaces, and I think they are genius. Right about last year, about a year and a gosh, it's been over a year. Yeah, I think it's been over a year. I wanted to open a co-working space. I think that it was... um, Really, I was, again, looking for that connection. I was looking to work with other creatives that would inspire me. And, you know, I'm I'm glad that now I know. I'm glad that that kind of fell through, that deal fell through, because I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. However, I think that it is genius to be able to co-work with other people. 
So last year, my friend Dana and I, we co-worked together about once a week. And it was simple. All we did was get together at a coffee shop nearby. For We worked for about four or five hours together on Thursdays. And we were so productive together. We got a lot of a lot of new things started for our business, something about being able to sit next to someone and draw off their energy is is really a huge benefit to co-working. Not only that, but if you do have the opportunity to go into one of these awesome, amazing new co-working spaces that we're seeing, you know, you who knows who you're going to meet. You may meet someone that will is is really good at something that you're looking to have done. Maybe their skills are something that your business needs or vice versa. Maybe you have a skill that they're looking for. And I think I highly encourage it. I think that co-working with other people is just is a really smart and efficient way to work. So that's it. Those are my five favorite tips for how to work at home without losing your sanity. I hope that this in some way, shape, or form has helped you. If you loved it, go ahead and share it with someone else that you think would benefit from it. And as always, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Still continuing to get some really amazing feedback from people that are tuning in week after week. And I just, it it keeps me moving forward and I'm loving this medium of podcasting so much so far. And it's not because of me. It's not because I like to talk, which I do, um, but it's because of you and it's because of everyone that has tuned in. So again, if you love it, feel free to share it. Leave me a review. I would love to see some reviews popping up um, so that I can continue to share good content. I always love to hear what you want to hear about. And other than that, I will see you guys on the other side.